1: Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
2: For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk.
3: Today on the show, we will discuss the Colin Kaepernick-Raven situation. We will also get into the Orioles' recent surge and see if we can continue it. All that and more on this edition of Section
0: 336. section 336. Mm-hmm. Buckle up, birds. Be ready to ride. Your host, Max Ashaberta, ready to fly. Baltimore's best, Section 336, the number one sports broadcast, get your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your and daily host, Matt Soroka. And as always, I'm joined by the Zanny Burt Rode. Still coming at you live from the Outer Banks. And the button lover Josh Soroka. Releasing this
1: episode a few days early because Matt insists on being at the Outer Banks even longer.
3: I don't understand why we only stay for one week when we can stay for two weeks. So I'm going to stay for two weeks.
2: Hey, yeah, good for, good for you. I'm personally looking forward to going home. I haven't been home in, I feel like, two months. Right, you're, you're
1: bragging about two weeks to a
2: person who's been <laughs> on vacation since the 4th of July. Before that
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's true That's true It's about time for you to go home
2: I miss my home I'm yeah. ready to go
3: Yeah, I, I hear that I, I miss my cat And I miss my goats
2: So I, I understand I understand the feeling I miss my bed Yeah, fair uh, Yeah, the bed Bed's a good thing I've been sleeping in a bunk bed For the past six nights so. mm. <laughs> and,
1: and I miss my air conditioner
2: Yes, that's yes, that too I woke up in a uh, Felt like a sauna last night In our bedroom oh my gosh i've
1: gotten into the habit now of every time i walk past the thermostat of checking it because someone who owns this house is keeps setting it to 78
3: degrees (laughs) Uh, these pampered millennials afraid to sweat every now and then gotta have the air conditioning people lived for a long time without air conditioning that's true that's true yeah just thought I'd share that. Yeah. That's just a, just a fact.
1: <laughs> right. Start throwing when out was there. air conditioning? That, right. that doesn't mean we have
2: to. If we'd have brought the intern on vacation with us. You could have looked that up. He could have looked that up. Oh, well, yeah. I forgot to
1: tell the intern that we're not recording tonight. Or Monday night.
3: Well, someone better tell him. I heard from him.
1: He didn't show up at the house.
3: Hey, the uh, Ravens just released their first depth chart. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who's our quarterback? Let me see. Joe Flacco's on here listed.
1: Okay. Right. They, they still say he's going to make it by week one, right?
3: Yeah, our second string is Ryan Mallett, as you know. Does anyone know who our third string is? Uh,
2: the guy from Navy, the guy from the um, Arena League.
3: Uh no, he was he was signed and cut. I think that oh. guy, <laughs> um, the guy who who was coached under uh, Jim Harbaugh from yes. Stanford. Yeah, he was yeah. Mm. he was cut and re- signed and released within uh, faster than Scar- Scaramucci was uh, hired and fired. Um, <laughs> but the third string is a guy named Dustin Vaughan. Okay. And the fourth string, we have a fourth string quarterback, mm. Josh Woodrum. So that that's a Josh little, Woodrum. That's fun right there. Uh, our starting running back is Terrence West, of course.
2: Okay, there and you then, go. And then, I couldn't think of who, who of any running backs on our team for a few minutes there.
3: Well, and then Danny Woodhead, too, is one of the big that's signings. We'll see it. who's supposed to add a new dynamic of being able to catch the ball in the backfield. We'll, we'll see how Danny, Danny Woodhead works.
2: He's the I ultimate think. fantasy flex player, I feel like. Yeah. He's not really a running back. He's not really a wide receiver. He's just there. Yeah, yeah,
1: but now he's on the Ravens. And do Ravens ever give you good fantasy points? Oh, heck
2: no. Yeah.
3: Well, and and he's only a PPR kind of guy. Right. Because he's not going to c- carry the ball 20 times. He's going to come down in third downs and then hopefully catch the ball out of the backfield. Right, right. Make a couple guys miss. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let, let, let's let start with this. We haven't talked about this at all in our previous Orioles podcast. And we'll get to the Orioles uh, and talk about their recent play, which has been you know, a very good play, very good pitching, and and Dan Duquette is going is looking like a genius with this Tim Beckham and H- and H- move. But we'll get to that in a minute and talk about how Dan Duquette's a genius. But we'll talk about that later. Let Let's start with this color, Colin Kaepernick issue, uh, kind of a, a a bit of a controversial topic, I think, right, boys?
2: Yeah, it's it's been dramatic.
3: Yeah, do you guys have any hot takes on the Colin Kaepernick issue? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear some hot takes here I, w- I want you guys to light the mics up A hot yeah. take? Yeah, hot takes on the Colin Kaepernick issue
1: All right, Here's the, here's a hot take He's better than Ryan Mallett I don't know why the internet is going crazy With people and Raven fans Saying don't get Colin Kaepernick That we don't want him Who cares what his beliefs are Who cares what he does he, He's got to be a better quarterback Than what you've got
3: Yeah so, so 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 let's go down this route for a second. I I can't figure the situation out. You have a black GM in Ozzy Newsom, yes. right? You you have a Steve Aschadi who seems to very be a pro, very progressive owner, I think. Right? Isn't that fair to say? Sure. Progressive owner. From what we know. But um, but they won't sign Colin Kaepernick because he stands up for. And I think and on see, top of not, that, everyone recognizes that this Black Lives Matter movement is, you might not agree completely with it, but you recognize that it's a legitimate movement. And and why? And so the Ravens won't sign them for that?
1: No, no. The Ravens, for years, the Ravens have been very focused on their PR department. And it's why Ray Rice got cut immediately, and now they want nothing wow. to do with Ray Rice.
2: He got cut after a video surfaced. Right. but He, but he, got, he tried to brush it under the rug. Well, yeah. Yes. But that would have never
3: happened if there was no video.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah. the whole reason that... I don't even think it was the video. I think it was the PR reaction of the video, the reaction on social media to the video.
2: Well, I think the reaction was legitimate. Anybody who saw it was appalled by it. Oh, of
1: course. And it's of course. hard to watch. But I think... The Ravens, because of that, they are being very careful. And it's very weird how they're trying to poll the fans before signing them. Like, we're not taking a survey, but yeah. we're just putting out these feelers to kind of see. Yeah, I don't. I don't, And I don't get that. I think that's kind of if lame. he's a better football player, you sign the better football player. So
3: here's one take. Uh, because as part of that, getting feedback from the fans, um, the color of change started this, an organization called the Color of Change, start, started, this, uh, started getting people together to petition to get the Ravens to sign Kaepernick. Mm. Um, and the, the, the guy who runs that said, the refusal of NFL owners to sign Kaepernick is not about football. It's about the fear of black people's free speech. Uh, is that why they want, the Ravens won't sign? Because they're afraid of black people's free speech? No. Right.
1: No, it's, it's, no, it's because social media runs everything now. Every big organization, every company is scared of social media. so they're putting it out there to see how is social media gonna react when we all know you, you sign him now, people get over it. He throws a touchdown pass in week one and social media is praising him
3: yeah what's and I think it's more than just social media what what's ironic about that that um, guy's comment who who did all that the the guy who' tried to color for change and he petitioned strongly with the Ravens organization, got everyone to call into the Ravens organization, send emails, all that stuff, is that, I think, is more why no one wants to sign Kaepernick because they don't want to deal with all of that stuff. And that's the spotlight. Yeah. And week one, when week one, when Kaepernick does not stand up for the for for the national anthem, which I think every or most people agree it's not that big of a deal. No.
2: Right. But all eyes will be on him. But it will, be, will be a, tra- a news
3: story. story. It will be a news a constant news story and no one will uh, the first question in the in the press conference after the game will not be about football. Right. It'll be about Con right. Kaepernick.
1: Even though there's thousands of people walking around the stadium, talking, drinking, not even paying attention to the Gu- national
3: guaranteed, anthem. yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, so it's kind of a, and so it's really kind of you look at Colin Kaepernick, kind of an un, unfortunate issue for him. Um, but I, I mean, I guess this is why he did it to begin with, right? To give attention to the issue. He certainly, he's gotten that. Yeah. yeah um, another guy, Richard Sherman. And, but it's oh, also, go ahead.
1: Well, it's also just the fact that the Ravens, they're, they're naturally they don't want any type of attention besides football on their thing. Uh, Harbaugh has always had issues in the past about players who are more vocal. And he likes Ed Reed rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. You know, guys like that, that I can see Harbaugh maybe not wanting to deal with Kaepernick.
3: And, and, to, and to that point, not
1: wanting to answer questions at the podium every Sunday about Kaepernick.
3: The quarterback for the Seahawks is uh, Richard Sher- Sher- Sherman, who we all know likes to talk. Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman. He said it's not about football color. The reason that Ka- Kaepernick hasn't been signed. It's not about football color. It's about boys staying your place. Which sounds a lot like color to me, uh, with with that the implications of that statement. Yeah. Uh, boys, stay in your place. Right. Uh, but but again, it's hard to disconnect kind of the racial tension here with the, with the football decision. Um, but again, here's a, a black GM and a progressive owner who are saying no, and you have to think it's because of more than just about about race.
2: It also do with the price tag. I would say. I mean, isn't it true he's looking for you know, a starter price for? At best, he'll start the first few weeks if Flacco's still hurt. Is is there any truth to that? I feel like I've read a tweet or I something. I mean,
1: the Ravens keep saying he'll be ready week one. But then other outside people are saying, what, two to three, four weeks? Okay.
2: but And and Kaepernick's the type of quarterback where he's a running quarterback. He's an RG3-type quarterback, a uh, Russell Wilson, where He's going to run the offense completely different from how Joe Flacco is going to run the I don't, offense.
1: I don't think he's as much of a running quarterback. I think he's – did he play – he played last year and he uh, – Got benched. No, I thought he came in late in the season and did pretty well.
3: Uh, he had a QBR of 55.2. That puts him – like, I think it was ranked like 27 out of 30 quarterbacks. Okay. But still not atrocious. Like he was above Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was above RG3, of course. He was above Case Keenum, a starting quarterback. He was above Jake Cutler.
2: How many games did he play?
3: Um, I have a list. He's, uh, four, 454 plays. I don't see his game numbers. Yeah. Just give the number of plays he was involved in. Um, but according to 538.com, they broke it down and said only one other player in the history of the NFL has been the age under 30, has been as good as Colin Kaepernick with his QBR, and has not been signed. So he would be, only be the second quarterback ever to who, be that good and not now, be signed.
1: Now, who would be the other? Tim Tebow?
3: No, this guy because in 1987 yeah. called uh, Ed Rupert.
1: Because you what you were <laughs> saying, it's not about race. Right? It's not. It's about the controversy. It's the same reason that Tim Tebow, no one would sign because nobody wants that. Con- that but the attention. controversy
2: is race driven. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, and that's what makes it, it more because complicated. because police beat up uh, right. african Americans, and that's what he's making. It a stand is, for. but it's all about
1: the attention off the field, and and. They could any team could have signed Tebow and sold a, a billion jerseys, but they don't want that attention off the field.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and the ironic part of it all, too, is is the community. I mean, based on everything I read about Colin Kaepernick, the community of Baltimore would be better off with him on our city. Um, our football team would probably be better off with him on our team. Right.
1: And if he acts and, up, you just remind him about the Super Bowl.
3: But he, <laughs> and, but yeah, and, but he doesn't even have a history of acting up. He has a history of not standing for the right anthem. He has uh, it's a so for ridiculous. A, a weird girlfriend. Yeah, it, it's times like this where I, I'm just I feel like I, I I missed. I'm missing the boat here. I don't understand what the big deal is. I don't understand why, even why the media. I don't understand the media over this kind of consumed by the Colin Kaepernick story. Right. I I don't understand it all. No, Colin. Kaepernick, I don't understand the social media aspect so of it either. I don't understand why everyone's obsessed with Colin Kaepernick. It. I don't get it.
1: Is not on a football team. His jersey is number 39th in all football jerseys sold. He's no. number 39. He's up in the
2: top 50. So yeah. what are they buying, 49ers jerseys still? I guess they're buying 49ers jerseys. Uh, if he's a free agent, I'm surprised that they could even sell those.
3: You could No, usually you can get a nice discount rack. Right, Like right, when yeah. uh, the but Ravens trade them, someone or don't resign down someone down. On, on Models. Well, they go into Models, <laughs> getting it for $25. I love Models. Yeah, it's a good place. During
1: In May, it was the 17th best-selling jersey. Wow. So I mean someone's buying his uh his jerseys.
2: Uh the
3: Ravens, uh if we can zoom out on the any other hot Colin Kaepernick takes those those weren't too hot. I was hoping for a little bit hotter guys. Those are pretty cool Calvin Kaepernick. Pretty reasonable Colin Kaepernick, uh, yeah, Kaepernick takes. If I had a,
2: a big dog in a fight thinking the Ravens were on the cusp of winning the Super Bowl, then I feel like I'd be more passionate about it. But you're asking me, a guy who quit watching the Ravens half with his season last year, because they're terrible. And I have a strong feeling they're going to be terrible again this year. Are, are
3: you okay with them bringing Ray Lewis in to to, to meet without, to meet about the decision to sign Colin I, Kaepernick? I don't, sure. Or is that I weird? Uh, it, I think well, it's see, weird.
1: It's weird, except for the fact that Steve Bashadi and Ray Lewis, we know are close, so I could see Steve Bashadi going to Ray Lewis as a black man for advice on and, on, and, on this. And I I don't as a white person, I don't fully understand the Black Lives Matter stuff.
3: And and and, and not just a black man, a black man who is very active in the community. Um, he yes, not not very long ago, he met with Donald Trump about about being inner active in, in inner city work. Yes. And so this is not... He is also, in some ways, a political figure. Uh, Ray, Ray Lewis is a very influential figure in, in the community and in football. So from that standpoint, it makes sense. But I also get from the outsider perspective, Ray Lewis's reputation, all that stuff, how right. it kind of can look bad. Well, yeah,
1: you can easily say, oh, well, you brought in a murderer. To yeah.
2: Ask him. And, but, and remind everybody outside of Baltimore hates Ray Lewis. Right. Yeah. You leave the city of Baltimore, nobody likes Ray Lewis.
3: And, and we know it. And no one outside of Baltimore understands that Ray Lewis is like a quality human being he's like a really good human being right. does a lot of great work um no one inspires wants to hear a lot that. of people but but no one outside of baltimore wants to hear that yeah
1: did did uh colin kaepernick's girlfriend blow his chances of the of the raven, raven signing with him after tweeting that picture from the django implying that uh the ravens steve bishotti is like owner is like the owner of a slave ray lewis
2: and accusing Ray Lewis of being an uncle. Tom. When we're
1: when we're sitting here, yeah, when we're sitting here talking about the whole Ravens don't want the controversy. Yeah, is it? Hey, I don't want to deal with your girlfriend. Yeah, wh- you might be good on the field, but your girlfriend is out of control.
3: Yeah, well, I think it's convenient to blame girl, girl girlfriend for this not working out when the Ravens mishandled the situation from from Jump Street, where it reports going that Bashadi... Was the only holdup in the deal? Then the Ravens releasing the yeah, statement, saying no, he's not. saying no, he's not. And so there's just also kind of getting feedback from yep. from other. He's just the Ravens mishandled this thing and made it a bigger deal than it needed they to be from have the been beginning. A public handling of yes, it. keep that stuff. In just right. I
2: don't I don't need to hear that. Bashadi contacted Ray Lewis. I don't care if he did or not. But why right. make it a, a headline? Right. Yeah. Put,
1: putting out the feelers.
2: Yeah. That was no need. <laughs> not you'd, smart. You'd
1: sign the guy and then you let media react and. Yeah, They'll and you him. and you
3: made a non-story a huge story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you can blame the girlfriend, but the Ravens are at fault here too. And and I I don't yeah I don't see how now he he signs with the Ravens and which is unfortunate because if Ryan Mallett is our Week One starting quarterback, that's yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> that's not going to be pretty. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you fill in for a guy? <laughs> I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. He won a Super Bowl. He did it really to a certain extent with that great arm of his. I would say absolutely, he is an elite quarterback. Yeah, I like that. open that, that we not know, just elite,
1: very elite. Very elite, and we know Donald Trump is very trustworthy, mm. president to be saying that.
2: If, uh, if yeah, if I mean, if Flacco's injury is more serious than we think, and he's out for more than because
3: two you weeks, never it's back issues, sure. And and this happened. This doesn't happen. It doesn't seem to happen to twenty three year old quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. This happens to older, older guys, right? And you never know. It lingers, right? Yeah. And so you never know.
2: The OVA fan base begging for Colin Kaepernick.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um so so let's get into some of the Ravens stuff. We mentioned Joe Flacco's injury. I I don't know, I can't keep track of all these injuries. Uh Tavon oh, Young, part. uh the uh he who he had a great rookie season. Um he's out for the season. Yep. Dennis Pitta was not released cuz he's out for the season. They're saying his career could be over.
2: I think we were saying that around this time yeah, last year. we have said <laughs> that for 3 years that he should retire.
3: Yeah, uh Darren Waller has been suspended uh-huh. uh for substance abuse. Uh he almost missed the entire season. Kenneth, Kenneth Dixon uh, has to serve a four-game suspension, so he'll be out for the first four games. Um, of course, Flacco, we talked about. John Herschel retired.
2: I thought Kenneth Dixon got hurt also, so yeah. aside from having the four-game suspension, he's done for the year. I'm going to look that up on my phone.
3: Oh, you're right. He tore the, his meniscus. You, you're, you're right. Yeah, yes. yeah. So did Kenneth you, Dixon's done for the year.
1: Did you mention Crockett Gilmore?
3: I'm getting down to oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Herschel retired, I think, at the age of, what, 25? Yeah. Uh, nice. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, cracker, cracker, Gilmore.
1: He was waived today. Gilmore was yes. To make room for the new sign in today that I'm sure you'll get to.
3: Yeah. Um, shoot. I like Gilmore a lot. These injuries are really unfortunate. Maurice Kennedy, uh, who was supposed to replace Tavon Young when Tavon Young got hurt. He got hurt. So now he's out. Um, who am I missing? Oh, uh, Saragusa, the new lineman they signed. Nico. Nico Saragusa out for the year. Yep. Torn ACL and, and t- torn MCL, PCL, FSL, whatever. He, he, yeah, everything's right. torn. Different elves, yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I might be missing one or two, but we're just, what, like a week?
2: <laughs> we're, we haven't even played our first preseason game. First preseason game is this Thursday.
3: Yeah, and we already lost all those guys. This is like – this team is cursed. All
1: right, is this a problem? Do the Orioles or – the Ravens need to uh, look at how they're conditioning guys or something, or is this just a really – bad string
2: of bad luck because it's been a few years of this
3: maybe they should put some feelers out on social media and see what people on social media think (laughs) about their workout regimen
2: call up tony saragusa and ask his opinion on the matter yeah
3: um i I mean i don't know i don't know the the details of each of these things i mean torn acl seems to be random things that just happen even without doing completely strenuous things but
1: it seems like a whole lot of bad luck Mm -hmm.
3: yeah uh i mean certainly you should look at the workout regimen and I, w- I, w- I would assume they have even outsiders coming and saying, okay, I mean, it's a professional football team. They-, they have a lot of highly paid trainers and strength coaches right. yeah, there that are experts in this. They're not doing anything than
2: every other team in the NFL is doing right now.
3: Yeah, it's not like they're doing some kind of, weird judo that would cause them to only have injuries and no one else like they're lifting weights they're running right there there's nothing I I can't imagine they're doing anything
2: and there's strict rules about like certain break times and drink times and icing and if it's too hot outside and people from the NFL and the union are present to make sure that teams or coaches are uh, pushing the envelope
1: there maybe they need to let the Oriole doctors kind of check out the medical reports before they sign players
3: yeah, here, here's here's uh, John Harbaugh's quote all this stuff who sounds a lot like, you know, you know, who John Harbaugh reminds me of when he talks about injuries. Jim Harbaugh. No, uh, here, here's his quote. Guys are going to get nicked up. Guys are going to come back. Guys aren't going to come back. Guys are going to come back next year. It's a National Football League. Look all around the league. No, you don't lament that stuff. You forge ahead. I'm very confident in our guys and the type of team we're going to have. I'm not worried about it one
2: bit. Guys are going to come back next year except for John Harbaugh. <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> uh,
3: no. It, it sounds a little bit. It reminds me of some of the Dan Duquette quotes we read when it, the whole sky's falling and right. we're no longer tension. But don't tell that guy because he, he's he's saying we're good. We're yeah. it's all good here. It's, yeah, it's all good. An eternal optimist. Yeah, yeah. And and it's not all good for the Ravens, right? It, it can't be. You 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 can't be a borderline good team because I think going in the season, you're talking about a borderline good team. Past records haven't been great. This is not the perennial playoff team from five years ago. No, we're we're a borderline good team, and then you lose what six or seven guys. So, yeah, seven guys. Is it seven Those guys? I saw. Yeah, and expect to be still a good football team, right? Right. Like there's no. It's it's hard to see that they're going to be a good football team this year.
2: But hey, we still got Justin Tucker, so we can kick field goals. Superstar of the team. Yeah. Star player.
3: But can he tackle and catch and pass?
1: Yeah. I don't know I don't get the feeling that the Ravens are going to be horrible this year you don't think so I, I'm, I'm I think I think their defense is pretty good I, there's definitely some injuries on that list that suck and that I wanted to see them on the field this year but I think the defense can build on what they did last year I think the receiving core is as good as anything else Joe's had. And uh, we'll see what they do.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think I think their uh, their receiving core. I actually kind of I kind of agree with you with Perryman and Wallace, and Macklin. Miguel Capinero is there right now. He will get hurt right at some point. But yep. Capinero, um, Keenan Reynolds is still on the team. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if he makes the team. <laughs> yeah, he's a fun guy to watch.
1: The uh, the Ravens have their practice in Annapolis tomorrow, so he'll at least be on the team for that. Yeah, and then we'll see if he continues to make the team.
3: Yeah, and we've had a lot of injuries with the with the tight end we mentioned uh, uh, Waller uh, with with the, the drug stuff. I and mean, we mentioned Crocker Gilmore. I guess it was waived today to make room for the new um, offensive lineman uh, that we just signed.
1: And then we're adding Daniel Austin Woodhead, Howard, which should be a fun little yeah little mix that hopefully, especially when you got a quarterback like Joe that loves the check down. Yeah, it's nice to have a guy like Woodhead.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what we get from our tight ends. Uh, um, Nick Boyle. I'm I'm curious to see if he makes the next step. Benjamin Watson, yeah, got the veteran. Avoid drugs. Uh, we'll see if Benjamin Watson plays this year, and then Max Williams. I, I I like Max Williams a lot, and he'll have opportunity this year with those injuries, uh, to play some. So, uh, it it should be interesting. But I'm not. I mean, we you can't be at this point based on these injuries, you can't be optimistic about the Ravens, right?
1: No, no, no. You you can't call. You can't be predicting them for Super Bowl yet.
2: Yeah. No way. And
1: especially, when, can't the, for the Super Bowl. especially yeah. when
2: you got a giant
1: question mark at quarterback.
2: Can't even predict them to be better than the Browns.
1: Oh, stop.
3: We're no. still better than, We're better than the Browns. I
1: don't know. Even with uh,
3: anyone quarterbacking. Yeah.
2: Browns are a team on
3: the rise. They're, they're, they're talking that they had a pretty good draft this past year, so we'll see. But I, but, and they're
2: healthy. Yeah, but th- th- I think who's, they're still about the quarterback? 50 years who's away. Quarterback? I don't know.
3: Well, it's not RG3 anymore, wasn't he uh, –
1: he was let like, go, oh, yes Yeah.
3: So I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know who's quarterback It doesn't really matter The Browns are going to be terrible mm. Mm. All right. well, That's uh, enough Ravens talk, that, right? That was
1: plenty of Ravens talk for yeah.
3: August but, Yeah, I don't want to make any uh, predictions yet until we. I want to see some preseason games here sure. Yeah. Tell me um, who, and by one, preseason games, is. I mean preseason quarters Because that's all I'll be watching Is a few quarters of the preseason
2: hey, A couple snaps Yeah. Are you
3: planning on going to any preseason games? No Okay.
2: We don't. We dropped our PSLs. Oh, you week. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Right. I won't we'll go to any games this year probably.
3: Oh. Yeah. I don't know your attitude right now. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Like, I
2: don't is, think I'll be missing much. That's why he dropped. Yeah. That's why they <laughs> dropped them because Mister Negative over there.
3: Yeah, we'll probably be having similar conversations about the Orioles in a couple of years. So. <laughs> yeah. About dropping yeah, our yeah, season yeah, tickets yeah, yeah. And who cares? Who cared?
2: <laughs> or at least like reducing it to like two seats instead right. of four. Right.
1: Two seats <laughs> go to go to fifteen because we don't need that playoff guarantee anymore. Right. Right. Slowly yeah.
2: back down. Once Machado leaves.
3: But the good news is the Orioles have won what? Uh, they lost last night. They Before that loss, what, was it four? You,
2: Chris Tillman. Five, it was five in a row. Five in a
3: row. So, they, won five out of last six. They uh,
1: Last night was the first loss since we've been on vacation.
3: Yeah, the first loss since they traded Hyun Soo Kim. Their first yeah. loss
1: since the last time Tillman pitched. Yeah. Tillman is suddenly the worst pitcher on their staff. And he's got an ERA of 8 something. Which is going is set in pace to go into the record books as one of the worst years of a starting pitcher ever.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One in seven, eight, ten ERA. That's terrible.
3: So, how many more starts should Chris Tillman get? Zero. You think he's done? You think done? Though, In fairness, I said that about Eduardo Jimenez a few weeks ago, and his last two starts have been great. Yes. So, but
1: but what happened between them? You they pulled him for one week. Didn't yeah. they? Didn't they pull him for one week? About Jimenez? Yeah.
3: I don't think so. I think he's made every start. Has he? Okay. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Never mind. Yeah. Maybe that made was every not start. Heavy. I don't. I can't. I do not trust Tillman. I have seen nothing from Tillman this season to warrant that he's going to turn this around. Yeah, and and, if, and if, when we just went five games, that's five pitchers. Yeah. That's a full rotation yeah. of quality starts we we had. Yeah. 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 We have I five guess guys. A team.
3: Thanks to the end of Katt's moves, we have five guys who can start, and we don't need Till- Tillman to start. And at this point, when you're, you're a handful of games outside of the wild card, uh, a handful plus some out out of the you division, Tillman starts. every game matters. And if you get six, seven, eight, nine games outside the wild card, then you can start Chris Tillman again to see what maybe you have for next year I, if you want to look at resigning him. But at this point, there should yeah, be no reason. I don't He's need up to, after this year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. at this point, I'm fully okay with them even walking. Yes. Yeah, saying I, go go well or send to, to I don't know like you know, no one's going to pick him up He'll clear waivers. You want in
2: like mop up duty in the bullpen? I don't even want him no. in the bullpen. No, I mean he I hasn't guess shown that
3: you, you can hold on to him till September. Then when the to expand. but now if you put him in the bullpen, he's just taking up a spot. No, I,
1: what excited me last night was Castro pitching six innings of no hit. Yeah, uh, I or no run ball. It was impressive. I, I'm not a huge Castro guy. It, it, it was shows impressive. that Castro can start. Maybe it also shows he that. Castro's are now our long guy in the pen. So, hopefully... And if we're really going to fight for this like Ducat and Bucks say, and we're three and a half out of the wild card now, you can't accept performances like Tillman yesterday. Which means short leashes with guy like Castro in the bullpen.
3: Yeah. I I mean, if Castro starts to be next year, not this year. And I, I still think he throws 96 miles per hour, but he can't strike anybody out, which I don't understand. So, I'm not really impressed with Castro. Um, but, you, but you're right. There's five guys. He doesn't... Tillman does not... Serve any purpose on this team, right? Um, he's just hurting the team at this. point. We sport.
1: really don't need. This isn't the time to go to a six-man rotation. Yeah, even Dylan Bundy. No, th- a way to turn it around.
3: Yeah, I mean the, the good news about six-man rotation is does give Dylan Bundy more rest. And I don't know because no one knows. I don't think they know what they're planning on doing to D- Dylan Bundy if he's right. going to start for the rest of the year, sure or not, um, as his innings creep up.
1: I, I just I've been shocked after bad start after bad start at Tillman. That they don't say, hey, something's wrong. Go back to the DAL for 10 days. Let's figure this out.
2: Yeah. It's ever since that shoulder shot he got in the offseason. Oh, yeah. It's been the whole season. Yeah, the whole season he's been back. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, remember when we went to Bowie and saw his uh, rehab start? We were all excited. Yeah. And he wasn't even that good that No, day. he wasn't that good. <laughs> we justified it as... Well, he's just working out. He
1: doesn't need to be good. The yeah. problem is that's how he's pitched all season, right? Yeah.
3: I don't understand what happened against the Royals. I don't understand what happened. I don't. Under, I don't understand any of this. I don't understand how your pitching staff gets so bad. All of them: Jimenez, Miley, Bundy, Gosman. They, they all come together. And then at once. not just be like average, but go from giving up seven runs a game to giving up zero runs. I don't understand that extreme. Right. Yeah. How you go from just so extreme to so extreme, and how everyone kind of falls in line. Like it's freaking contagious. I mean, it's but weird. but
1: we but we kind of see that stuff in baseball all the time. With winning is contagious, losing is contagious. We see that stuff all the time where they string together losses, string together wins.
3: Yeah, and and people want to say your opponent, but the the Royals were on fire when they came. They won
1: ten out of eleven before coming to Baltimore. Yeah, we and we them.
3: swept them. I, it was shocking. It was absolutely shocking. Hey, do you guys know Tim Beckham, who was traded for some bum eighteen-year-old? flamethrower uh do do you guys know tim beckham's numbers since he's been here in baltimore i know he's been a lot of fun to watch it's just three games 12 at bats how many hits does he have in those 12 at bats
1: 12 at bats yeah i would say uh how many games
3: three games 12 at bats. i know
1: he's gotten at least i'm gonna say five hits one of them being a home run two doubles
3: uh seven hits in 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 12 Uh, at bats he's been awesome to watch three doubles a triple and a home run batting 583 OPS yeah. of 1.833, not too shabby. <laughs> you know, you know what you call that? Bye bye bye. Yeah, the the only person who even has an average close to that in the Orioles is uh, Francisco Pena, who's batting five hundred as he's gotten uh, five hits and ten at bats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't he your everyday catcher?
1: <laughs> I, I, no, but if, if you want to talk catching, Caleb Joseph has shown he's been on fire. He's been hot. That he should be the everyday catcher. And okay. they're going to have to do something with Wellington Castillo.
3: Yeah, well, I'm interested. I, I don't know why they haven't been playing both of them with Trumbo out. It seems the logical move is Castillo at DH, and Joseph at catcher. That seems like the logical move,
1: right? Because Mancini's been doing a fine. He's, job he's okay outfield. Yeah,
3: bench Gentry or Rickard. Right. It seems very weird that Gentry's
1: the guy they decided to bring up. The only thought I had is that it's that Gentry's holding a spot for a Santander.
3: Yeah, but I mean the th- but and I would agree with that. But Gentry's playing an awful lot for just holding a spot. True, He's playing You're more right. than uh, Kim ever played.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. You're right. It would make sense to let's try to get both catchers in there, except that Buck's big on, like, letting catchers rest and get their off days.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, I, I mean, I think Buck still looks at Castillo as the, as the best catcher, as the number one catcher on the team. Right. Yeah, though we disagree. We disagree we with that one. Uh, uh,
1: do you agree with uh, Buck and Duquette that we're in this? You th- we're three and a half out of the wild card. Do you think they can hold up this pace of they won five in a row? Then they lost one. Do you think they can get right back on a-,
2: a winning streak? I think the five in a row is a flash in the pan.
1: That's what I, that's what I mean. In order to – I was looking at the numbers. And in order to win the wild card, we basically have to win every
2: series going out. And we're about to spend ten games out on the West Coast. That's the big flag to me. They're bad teams, but we're terrible on the road, terrible on the West Coast, and terrible against terrible teams. Yeah. Right. That's the big one to me. If you get out of that, playing over 500 ball, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Yeah. They're going to have to win at least six of those 10, and I don't think that's going to happen.
3: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, to be honest, I'm surprised we're still having this conversation. Like I thought this conversation was done with a week ago or two weeks ago about right are we still in it are we playing but doesn't that
1: also just kind of show why we've loved buck show the past five six years because and this team yeah, and this team because when you think they're out and when paper says they're out you look and wait we're only three and a half out so there's still something to cheer for even if people aren't going to the games this team's still playing meaningful baseball and that's all we've asked for for years
3: yeah uh this West Coast trip will be against the angels who are kind of right around us with the in the wild card on the athletics who are done the trade away Sonny gray like they, they're they 're done and the Mariners who are again right in the, right in the, in the thickest things hopefully maybe we 'll see some formal Orioles there in, in Arrow Miranda <laughs> um, we won 't see uh who's the catcher, the pride of pig town. Steve, Steve
2: Clevenger. Clevenger.
3: Anyone, any Steve Clevenger sightings? Do you know anyone know where he's at nowadays? No. And Steve Clevenger. Intern. Intern. <laughs> Find out where Steve Clevenger is. No No
1: response from the intern. Yeah. No well, aside from
2: Clevenger. the Yankees and the Royals holding down the two wild card spots. And then there's Tampa. But, yes, you're right. Seattle. And then the Angels right above us. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I enjoy. And people forget. People forget this. There was a long time where August was never meaningful baseball in Baltimore. There was never meaningful baseball in August right. in Baltimore. It, now, this is, I would still argue, this is meaningful baseball happening right here. Um, as long as you can stay within you know, a few games of that wild card, it's still meaningful baseball.
2: I would agree. Yeah. Expe- now,
1: yeah, go ahead. You, we well, we ta- You talked about Beckham and how exciting he's been to watch. He's been great. How about a Helix
2: in?
3: Yeah, he as Well,
1: was. he comes in and pitches just a, <laughs> a great his, his, best,
3: his best start of the entire season.
2: Yeah, it's unbelievable. He made a great first impression, and and some of that, I mean, it's not really
3: true with Beckham. Though, though, maybe kind of Beckham looked at this as kind of his second chance to be a starting shortstop. But for for alexson man, for Jeremy, this is a chance to go from a team that was dead in the water in the Phillies to now a chance to compete again. And I think there is something about being traded, and we see this happen all the time when guys get traded. And they got a sense of new life to, to, to them when they get hot and, and they play really well. Really hasn't been the Orioles' experience very much with the trades they've made. But I see this happen with a lot of other teams where they'll trade for a guy and it's kind of a, reju- a rejuvenation takes place where all of a sudden they're on a new team, got to impress new people. All of a sudden there's a reason to go out there to compete. You're actually in the playoff chase. And so hopefully with Jeremy, this will, this will keep up because we are. I mean, three and a half games. Like, that's, that's nothing. Um, that, that can go very quickly. Uh, and the Royals, who we just whooped up, they're they're holding that second wild card spot still, and I mean that's not a great, that's not a juggernaut of a baseball team. Uh, and Tampa Bay, we have played a lot and we played them close. That's again not a juggernaut. Uh, so uh, I think the Yankees are pretty solidly going to hold on to that that first wild card, or that them or Boston, they, they can fight it out. Sure. But that second wild card, I feel like there's an opening there. It is. If you play well, th- that you can you can get there.
1: Yeah, and I mean that. I, it'd be exciting. Why not another uh, playing wildcard game? Yeah. If, hey, at if, least it won't be in Toronto this year.
3: If 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 the Orioles make the playoffs, are Dan Duquette's moves justified? The not trading Britton and Brock, the acquiring uh, Jeremy Hellickson and Tim Beckham, trading a couple of minor league pieces, are his moves justified? If we make the playoffs, I
1: think you're asking the wrong people because we're perfectly fine with them now. I have no issue with those moves.
2: Yeah. Well, no, they're justified because we're not going to make the playoffs uh, without those guys. I mean, if the way we're playing right now, since we've gotten those guys, it's it's a direct reflection of acquiring those yes. guys. And they're going to have to continue this, playing out of their minds, yeah. sweeping teams like the Royals, who are better than us. Yeah. Uh, you got to take three out of four from this Tigers team, who we're better than them, uh, in our own backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Tim Beckham's going to play a role in that. Helix is going to play a right. role in that. And and uh, if we make the playoffs, it's going to be because of them. Yeah, yeah.
1: sure. One weekend, Dukan looks like a genius. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And uh, I, I I argue again
3: that the, the Jeremy Hel- Helix move we gave up nothing. So sure, I mean that's I, kind of a wash. And and the, the Tim Beckham, time will tell, right? We traded away an eighteen year old, um, eighteen year old starter. And we got back a guy that we have, I think, three or four years of control over. <laughs> so it's not fair to judge the Beckham deal in just a half of a year. Right. Uh, but certainly so far. That's it's, what we got to see. Yeah. So far, it looks good. Small sample size. We, uh,
1: we started this episode with talking about controversy and how teams don't want to deal with controversy. Yeah. Well, your boy, Steve Clevenger, is no longer in Major League Baseball because of social Some, media. The tweets. And a tweet that he sent.
3: And ironically, he's not even, because I followed him. One of the few people that followed him because he didn't have a lot of followers because he was uh, protected. He was uh, private. Private. Right. Um, okay. But I followed his his private Twitter. I didn't remember where he got on some kind of he tweeted, racial rant. He yeah. tweeted,
1: Black people beating whites when a thug got shot holding a gun by a black officer. Yeah. Haha, stuff cracks me up. Keep kneeling for the anthem. <laughs>
2: that's that's Mariners, so, oh, bringing uh, a full circle here with the Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, but but yeah, that was it. why he didn't sign somewhere. But but the I think the Mariners that, immediately
1: cut him. That was a year a, ago, right? That a year ago, last yeah. September, and he does not have a job in baseball since.
2: Hmm. That's a shame. Pride of to, to town. Right. Right. <laughs> Hey, uh, did we want to touch on... We got some uh, Twitter questions here that when we put out. We were going to record a second out of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's address them real quick. I got them pulled up here. All right. We have... um, Shoot. At B O 79 wanted to know... Wanted to hear us discuss why attendance is down during the week. We have this conversation every year even when the Orioles are good.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can list a thousand uh, reasons. The price. They stink. Vacations. (laughs) The weather. They tweeted that when, like... The, okay, uh, a game that had two rain delays in it. The
2: riots. Yeah. yeah people not, are still scared to go downtown.
1: <laughs> um, the uh, a work You schedule. can watch
2: it at home in high definition and sleep in your own bed two minutes after the game's over. Right. You can watch it from your home own bed uh, in high definition 70-inch Tra- screen. Traffic. Yeah.
3: Uh, l- l- last year, we ranked attendance. Uh, we averaged 26,819. Uh, in attendance last year. Right. Um 26,000. Do you know what the Major League or the American League average?
2: 26,000. Less than that.
3: No, it was a little bit above 28,000. Okay. Okay. So and when we were let's see 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 out of 15 teams, we we, we were 10th. Yeah. We, um, because
1: if you want to sell at a park, you have to make the environment whatever's going on better than staying at home. Yeah. And, well, for, no, and, and for the most part, that is bring me playoff style baseball. Yeah. That is something I want to be part of that is different than watching from home.
2: There's 81 home games. Right. And Baltimore is a small market. You're not going to get 40,000 people out there for 81 home games, no dude, matter how good they are. Dude, right. If we make the playoffs, we have a home playoff game, it'll be packed to the kills.
1: The right. right. Exactly. Right. So don't tweet us and say the Ravens sell out every Sunday. Because there's only eight of those games, <laughs> not 81. That's the difference. I know i got to keep pointing that out to people. 81 home games.
3: Right, and you look at the team top in attendance. You're talking about the big markets. Toronto is number one. The Yankees, number two. The Angels, number three. All right, So we're talking about Toronto, New York, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and then Boston. So we're talking about big, big cities. There's right.
2: just a lot more people. <laughs> a lot Perhaps more people to go the, to the games. The, the attendance on Sunday games at Camden Yards is good. Yeah. Props to those people because there's Uh, that's that's the last place in the world I want to be on a hot July Sunday. 95. Yeah. I
1: went to to one last
2: year and I sat in
1: left field. Yeah. And I got like sunburned and the kids stayed in the tarmac the whole time. I'd
3: rather go to a night game on a school night. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, but hey, good good for the people. More power to you. All right. Here's another one.
3: Sunday plan. You're going to sign up for that Sunday plan? No (laughs) chance. That's
2: the worst thing in the world. No chance. Wasting my money. Um, Let's see. This is I at I just shuck ya. Uh, which minor league, which minor leaguer will make a jump to the forty man uh, this September? Last year it was Mancini. Uh, you mentioned Santander, right? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he's, I mean he's, a he's, he's a Rule Five, Rule Five guy. So, so he
1: has to. Yeah, so I don't think he counts in this. I don't know if there's anyone in the minor. See, the difference is Mancini came in and made an, an immediate impact mm. to the point that didn't they even put Mancini on the postseason roster? Well, I, I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I mean, it was. It was just, just one that game. one game. Yeah. <laughs> but Mancini made an impact. Remember, he had five home runs in like five games. That's right. You're right. Yeah. And he was just. I don't see anyone that's gonna do that this year.
3: Yeah. In I, September. I mean, if you look at the boo, Bowie Baysox Bay are where the prospects are, right. you're not gonna find a lot of prospects at Norfolk Triple A.
1: Right. And what it, if you really want to point it out? We've already seen it with a guy like Castro. With some of these bullpen arms that have came up,
3: yeah, I mean the the, the big names that have put up big numbers at Bowie are Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes. Um, you could even make an argument for Ryan Mountcastle, who who just was promoted to 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 Bowie. But all those guys are really young guys that aren't quite ready for the majors. So I don't right. see any of, the, any
1: of those guys right. being quiet. What G- are, give it a couple more years. What about
2: this? Because we did get a tweet here from our good friend Dylan Atkinson. He says, with Trumbo out, does El Toro make sense? And he had posted a link to an article he wrote about it. But El Toro is somebody. Seems, seems like a
1: selfish tweet.
2: An experienced major no, leaguer. Pedro, An extra designated hitter bat that could come off the bench late in the game. Lefty. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, with Yansu Kim gone. Um, that lefty off the
1: bench. I and maybe ag- not
2: coming up because Trumbo's out, but he could he could be I a am, minor leaguer that comes. I out. am amazed that
1: Pedro Alvarez is still playing minor league baseball.
2: Well, you have him under control, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, he can walk from a minor league. Con- I'm surprised that he's still playing minor league baseball. Yeah, that he hasn't said this is it. I've made my money. I'm not dealing with riding the bus anymore. Um, but I mean, some people just love the game.
3: Yeah, I yeah he he's he's an interesting guy. I don't even think. Um, I'm looking at – I just pulled up the the 40-man yeah, roster. Is he on the – is he even on the 40-man roster? I, I'm not sure, but it
1: would make sense. It seems like a guy they sh- they should bring up rather than a Craig Gentry.
3: Yeah, and and, and but Gentry's on the 40-man roster.
1: Right, right. So maybe Pedro's not. It seems odd that he wouldn't be, but it seems like they could manipulate to get him on that anyway.
3: Yeah, I mean his numbers in AAA this year – He's hit a little bit better as of late. But, we didn't but, but he's batting 248 with uh, 24 home runs, 24 doubles. Right, but it's we're
1: not, power numbers. We're not de- yeah, 100 strikeouts. We're not developing him. There's no way we signed him to a minor league contract thinking he'd spend the whole year in the minors. Yeah, no, they're,
3: they're, there's no young guys that are going to come up. I was looking at the 40-man roster. There's guys like Jason Aquino, a lot of pitchers. Al Castro, yeah, of course. Um, as far as position players, there just aren't a lot of... Ruben Tejada... Ru- 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 um, there's not a lot of extra just position guys out there that are currently on a forty man. So I and and there's no like again Mullins and Hayes are the guys right, but we don't need but, them right but, now, and they're not ready quite ready yet. Yeah, right. so I don't see any big additions coming up from Norfolk or from Bowie um, when the roster expand. There'll be a lot of extra extra pitchers, a lot of extra arms, right, and maybe your your Yanish and your Tejadas to back up and Flair and Flair to be back at that point. And Santander, like we said, Santander's right. an intriguing guy. He's playing really well at Bowie. Um, handful of games with Baton 500 with a couple of dongs. So, yeah. I mean, he might he might be a little bit of spark plug, so he could be the guy to watch, like the Mancini of last right, year. Right, but he's a Rule 5 guy. If I could guy. say one guy, Santander might be that guy. Young guy, 22 years old, but yeah. he might be that guy, yeah. Yeah,
1: and he could be an exciting guy to, for next
2: year Yeah, as well.
3: Yeah, or he could turn into uh, Jason Garcia. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Rule oh. 5 guy from Boston a couple years ago. Friend of the show. Friend of the show Yeah Cause he was on once <laughs> Friend of the show That's all it takes baby <laughs> Jim
2: Palmer Chris Davis We have a lot of friends A lot that. of friends at the show One one appearance That's all yeah. you need Yeah Uh the last one here I was to debate whether I read it But uh, Sex Smith Wants us to talk about How he deserves A three year contract extension For Seth Smith Oh no. for Seth Smith <laughs> No Is this his
1: last year Yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Is this from o- At no. O's Sex Smith
1: I like Seth Smith But didn't you hear All those outfielders That we have in the pipeline <laughs> We're okay
2: Yeah, I mean, the
3: thing he brings you is the OBP, and we knew this about him, right? Right. OBP at 350. He gets on base a lot.
1: But no, next year I'm looking at. um, He's a lefty, which is nice. Mancini, Jones, and Santander.
3: Really? I I mean, Santander, it will be up here a little bit until his rule five, and then I think it's being sent down. I think it's going to be a Cedric Mollinger, Austin Hayes is the guy.
1: If they can make that jump uh, this year, that yeah. would be outstanding. Yeah.
3: I, I mean, the, the Seth Smith would also – sorry, Seth Smith. But another thing that Seth Smith has against him is the guy is old. He's 34 years old. Yeah. So 34-year-olds uh, are not yeah. signing three-year deals. Right. So, and especially
2: the good, for the outfield. The good thing about being the owner of a parody Orioles player account is that uh, players come and go, but you leave your mark. You know, we still talk about um, – uh, S- seductive tommy hunter on and, the show and he's still around he's yeah. still so you can keep <laughs> even though when
3: Seth smith leaves sex smith you can still keep your twitter sex smith absolutely and, and still make uh i don't and know I, I
2: can't wait to see what uh, people come up with next year yeah yeah though though yeah. don't i don't yeah. don't, don't criticize kim ones to go away don't
3: <laughs> don't, don't, don't criticize the the uh, hyunsu kim uh twitter uh fake tw- twitter accounts i got in trouble with 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 I, I tweeted something like when Hyun, Hyun Soo Kim was traded, I said, well, the silver lining of Hyun Soo Kim be, being traded is that now all these fake Hyun Soo Kim accounts can go away. <laughs> and I got some um, serious negative feedback here. Here's some of the things that they, they said to me after I tweeted that out. This gets a little bit ugly, guys, uh, boys and girls. Um, there's some bad language in here. I'll try to edit it a little bit. Um, psh, psh, psh. Just gotta, gotta did, scroll did, down. Did they tell Got you a lot your of podcast to go away? Yeah, one one of the sad um this is why your podcast gets no listens. Oh another person said you're about to be banned. I don't know, banned from what? I don't know. Can uh, you <laughs> ban me from Twitter? I don't know what that means. Um from the club. Um and another person said at me. Kim's translator said at me. I don't know what that means. The symbol at me. Right. Like I'm supposed to tag them. There's fifty uh, of you. I can't tag you. I don't have enough characters. Uh, so there was a lot of um, just a lot of negativity, a lot, a lot of n- negativity about
2: this. So you are going to keep your mouth shut next time?
3: Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I am not going to talk bad about Kim's parody accounts anymore. They they really are getting nasty with me.
2: Were they funny parody accounts? No, they're then all forget they're, it.
3: I don't follow any of them. Like,
2: brush it off your shoulder.
3: They follow me and they commented immediately when I said that, but I don't follow them because they're 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 dumb parody mm-hmm. accounts. They're like twelve year olds. Yeah.
2: yeah, I like yeah. the ones that are funny.
3: Yeah, like selected Tommy Hunter. He was good
1: since yeah. uh, hey, hey Kim lovers. Since he's gone to Philly, he's had 11 at bats. You know how many hits he's had? Zero. Two.
2: Oh, that's he's better than he did in spring training that year.
1: <laughs> he's got a batting average of 182.
2: What I mean, happened? What just happened?
1: My uh, my phone charger fell right on the bottle.
3: Um, he's got an OBP though, probably of two billion, right?
2: Yeah, he has no at bats because he, he, he's walked. He walks time. every time. Yeah,
3: really? yeah. yeah. He's got an OBP of a billion. Good stuff. All right, so um, we'll, we'll talk again in ten days, boys. Okay. Are we? Are, will we still be having a conversation about the Orioles in the playoff hunt at that point ten days from now?
1: Uh, I hope so. What's that? The start of the West Coast trip.
3: That they, I mean, they still they'll be in the West Coast trip.
2: They'll be in the middle of the West Coast yeah. when we record
0: again. The wild, with the, with the wild,
2: wild uh, they will be in Seattle on uh. Monday the 14th, yeah. presumably when we record again.
1: Get ready to, for some 10 o'clock starts. Yeah. yeah. Back to sleep.
3: You know what's going to be unfortunate here is...
2: Oh, unless unless we just start losing really bad. Right. I'm not staying it's up, up to watch the games. Right. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, if di- When Dylan Bundy, and Kevin Gosman start to pitch really well, it's going to give everyone everyone pumped for 2018 and having these guys number one and number two. Right. And then uh, we'll be
2: wondering what was Kevin Gosman's problem for the first five months right. of the it's, season. Well, and, yeah. and
1: the interesting thing is Kevin Gossman did the exact same thing last year. Yeah. And that's why we were so excited this year. Yeah. So what it is it that he can't pitch until late August? I
3: don't know. But he, but even if the Orioles don't make the playoffs, if Kevin Gossman and Dylan Bundy pitch well, it's going to give you hope going into next hope. season because th- that's going to be the question next year, right? Pitching. Who, who, who's going to be our five starters? Can we find five starters that are legitimate? Yeah. Uh, Dylan Bundy, Kevin Gossman. If that's two. Castro. Jeremy Hellickson. Hel- 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 oh, yeah.
1: Jeremy Hellickson, Castro. <laughs> I and thought he, he's just a rental. He is a rental.
3: Again. We got to resign him. We got to resign him. If
1: he continues
2: to pitch, we'll yeah, if him. he's we'll re-sign yeah, no him. chance we're resigning him if he keeps. Tillman, pitching. see
1: you later. Hellickson, stick around.
2: The one start he's had for us so far, and everyone's losing their minds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hey, keep it up, right? We're, we're not, we're Jimenez not, has a good start every once in a while too. My
3: we're expectations not, that he'll have I mean, a zero ERA for the rest of the season is yeah. that unreasonable expectations to have a zero ERA? Just a little. We
1: we're not used to a good pitching in Baltimore.
3: <laughs> yeah, we see one, and we lose our minds. All right, boys and girls, thanks for checking us out. Make sure you tell your friends about the Section 336 show. Make sure to go to iTunes and write us a review. We appreciate those who sent us questions this week. You can follow the show on Twitter, and you can like us on Facebook. The Twitter handle is at Section336Show. You can follow me on Twitter for all my hot takes and when I bash Hyunsu Kim fake accounts at Section336. You can follow the Zany Bert Rody
2: At Bert Roadie.
3: And you can follow the button lover, Josh Soroka.
1: At Josh Soroka. This is the Monday show. You're getting it early. No <laughs> on a reason, Friday. No reason to tweet us on Monday saying, where's the show? I know. <laughs> those in your iPod already.
3: Those poor listeners are struggling because they haven't seen our faces in a couple weeks. Yeah. They
2: haven't seen my face in forever. They haven't
3: seen the Zany one's face in a long time. I'll see you
2: all on the 14th. I'm looking forward to it.
3: All right. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's.